Yo, 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 welcome back to the Snatch Edges podcast. It's your host, Ebony, your friendly neighborhood trichologist. And I'm back with an update on the My Hair Loss series. Is that what I called it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So <clears throat> I think this was like episode two with um, a lovely lady called uh, Samia, and she had chronic telogen effluvium. Now, she sent me an email update and when I tell you my jaw hit the floor, like I literally was like, no, call me now. Like, stop what you're doing. We need to talk. And um, I thought you guys would enjoy hearing what she's found out about her hair since, because this is like, honestly, one of the most interesting cases that I've ever come across. And I'm like, yeah, this is uh, very, 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 very crazy. So I know there was some sound issues, but trust me, it is worth get into the end of it because we talk about so many things and um yeah I like I can guarantee you did not see what is coming it's just ah you just have to listen but quick uh updates and stuff um I've switched my days at the salon so I'm only working on Sundays now three tools to the end of the year uh still doing online throughout the week and the free consultations are still going if you go to book and there's no slots available, it just means that I'm fully booked for now. Keep on trying. Uh, new spots available become available usually every day, but I'd say like check a week later. Like for the free consultations, usually like a Friday is the best time to check, but they get snapped up like no man's business. But they're going to be carrying on for uh, forever asterisks until I can't do them anymore. But yeah, and also um, on Monday, I am starting the September Healthy Hair Challenge. There's probably like a couple spaces left, uh, maybe just a few hours to sign up because I'm nearly full. I don't want to have it as too many people, but it's £25. You get three coaching sessions with me, three, three, the number three coaching sessions with me, group sessions. Uh, we have a private Facebook group where we'll talk about all the stuff that we're learning and a free copy of my ebook, The Healthy Hair Handbook. I need to change the name and call it the healthy hair ebook but handbook just sounds better and yeah so if like you are a black woman who's got hair loss and you're like oh I really need help obviously book a consultation with myself your local GP or primary care doctor or a dermatologist that's close to you like try and get help please don't suffer in silence I also have put together a Facebook group called uh, black girls with hair loss so that you guys can like form a little community, you can talk about things because it can be quite isolating. Like you've heard in the series, there's lots of people who have hair loss, don't really know how to talk to their friends and family about it. So why not talk to other people who have hair loss? And like the girls in this episode did, they made a friend through their hair loss. So I'm just gonna um, dive right in, let you guys enjoy the episode, and yeah, I'll be back. Soonish. All right, take care. Okay, so this is uh, part two to our uh, My Hello Story interview. So, yeah, so from when the episode dropped, how is it like listening back to yourself and like hearing you talk about your hair loss journey? So, it's not like I'm really open about my hair loss, so it was just kind of like good to get out there but also because I've never been able to find someone with my type of hair loss yeah um so I thought it was 
it would be good if someone was listening to it and be like, oh, that's what my hair's like. Because I keep saying my hair grows damaged and no one seems to understand what I mean when I say that. But it's like, say that you just like, I don't know, burn your hair, relax or something like that and your hair's damaged. Mine just seems to grow like damaged. And I had a bit of discoloration at the front as well for a while. So it turned like a rusty colour at the front. And that was really annoying. It was coming through like that. So I couldn't ever find anyone online with that and at one point I was really convinced it was because of iron deficiency but even though I found like black girls with iron deficiency their hair just still wasn't as like dire as mine mm. and it just didn't see it seemed like there was much more and also because I have this like huge air at the back um and I couldn't remember at the time what it was so <laughs> so I thought it would, just, it would just be good for someone like you know if they like were listening to it yeah and you your like episode had like such a great response like people really enjoyed listening to your story and I feel like you um started talking to one of the other girls who um who shared her story as well didn't you yeah we're good friends now we talk a lot we catch up with each other yeah so it's been good because um I think also like people don't really understand like when you're young and you lose your hair like that and you have no idea what's happened because I remember like my sister yeah she doesn't have any hair loss problems she has a lot of hair to me anyway mm-hmm. And she'd be like, oh, but, you know, my hair won't grow. And it's like, no, that's not, no, I get so annoyed about <laughs> You get my problem and your problem. Not, we're not mates. We're not mates. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, with the other girl, like, she knows exactly what it is. And at one point we thought we had the same thing because we were so similar in how we're presenting. So it was just really good to have someone that we literally are, like, the same age and we're both Ghanaian. So that was really weird as well. So <laughs> just like, like oh, cool, me. So you and found your, 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 your kind of, like, hair loss twin then. so yeah it's been good it's been good and so what kind of like support have you guys been giving each other has it just been like mainly hair loss have you kind of like has a friendship kind of developed past that now yeah so I think in terms of hair loss just like talking about our symptoms and when it started and what happened and just updating and like because I'm really kind of like research you know I think I've researched so much about hair loss since maybe like a couple of years ago I started getting serious about it so like anything that I learned I shared with her I was like oh why don't you try this like have you like done this um what, what kind of things are you sharing so I was telling her about like iron deficiency and like you know the numbers and what they should be um I was telling her about different types of iron um I think she was actually having some side effects from the iron she was getting from the doctors and I was like oh that's because of this so um she switched to a food state supplement which is like I think that's been helpful I'm not too sure but yeah, yeah, it hasn't yeah, got a side because the ones um, you get from, I was talking to another client about this today like the ones you get from the doctors like um can be really really harsh in your stomach and that can stop a lot of people from um carrying on yeah. with it because they're just like horrible to take so yeah trying to find like um an alternative like a gentle iron like ISO one or like finding like a food-based supplement like you said can be like make sure that you actually are able to like carry through with that treatment so that's good so the episode comes out you've made a friend you're still kind of like because at the time what kind of like I can't remember exactly where were you in terms of like your own hair loss journey like I know you'd seen like different um clinics and were getting treatment but I know we still like you still hadn't got down to the the root cause of your hair loss Mm. and um for what your diagnosis was chronic telogen effluvium it just means that your hair is like constantly shedding but to kind of get it to stop or to level out you kind of want to address the reason that's causing it and so tell us what's happened since yeah so um with my psychologist they have kept saying to me like oh you know um 
just carry on doing the regimen, et cetera, et cetera. And like one thing that didn't make sense to me was that my hair was still kind of coming through damage. I didn't think like any amount of product was going to help it. Yeah. Like, and the thing is, before I went to the trichologist I'm with now, I went to another one. And every time I go to the trichologist, they always look at my hair and I go, well, hair follicles are great. And I was like, well, even at the back? And they're like, yeah, even at the back where you say there's like, the hair follicles are like, they're intact. And I'm just like, well, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, it can't be something external. And no one can ever really explain to me why my scalp hurts as well, because like, I can't mm. see anything. Um, but no one ever told me like, oh, you should go to the dermatologist. They was kind of like, oh, you must be fine because your hair follicles are intact. Yeah. Um, but then so- couldn't they see the damage? That's what I'm thinking. Because it's like, you're, they're saying the hair follicles are intact. But you're saying your hair was coming out damaged. Can you explain a bit more like what the hair looked like when it came out? Right. When I say come out damaged, it's just, it's really thin. It's really, really, really thin. And it's like, it's see-through. So like see-through. if you stretch it, it's so thin and see-through. Yeah, it's like you can, like if I stretched a bit, like you can see through it. It's not like a lot of hair. It's just like the hair is thin and the density is really, really, really thin. Julia, like, I thought you meant that like the thin. actual strand of hair is like translucent, like you can look through like it's a like it's a piece of glass. No, no, no. <laughs> no. You just mean that like no. okay, when you like kind of like maybe brush it to one side, you can um you can kind of see the scalp through. I was thinking, what kind of new new symptom is this? Like, how did I miss that one out when we said that your hair is translucent? Yeah, it's just it's just very thin and very white. Like I always say, like Cynthia from the Rugrats, the doll. That's what my hair's like. You know where Angelica's just like ruined her hair? It's just like... Oh, don't do that. Don't so do that. I saw a picture of that today and I was just like, wow, this is, this is a real thing, you know? <laughs> if it's got tryptomania, man, she reads it and tracks it. No, I was like, I thought my hair... Out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And my hair wasn't like... You know the way people are like, oh, I'm going to watch this YouTube video to get my hair thicker? My hair's always been thick. Like, naturally, yeah. my hair's thick. Like strands are thick, density is thick, it's super thick. You can grab it and it's like, oh my God, there's so much of it. So for me, it's like, it's a shadow of what it used to be. And I think I'm nine months since in, since I shaved it now. And um, it's only just three inches. Yeah. You know, it's only just. And like, we're coming up to like a year now. And it's like, I don't know if it's going to make it to four, to be honest. Because at one point it wasn't even growing at all. It seemed to like stop like for two months. And I was like, listen, like, I was getting so annoyed. So I think deep down, I always knew it was something else because I have a lot of other symptoms as well. So I have like serious gut issues, got bladder problems, a kidney problem popped up. I had like heart problems. So there was lots of stuff going on. And my friend is a doctor. She's always said to me, like, I think you've got an autoimmune disease. I think like mm-hmm. something is just like, attacking your body because cause I'm also very healthy. Like I'm that person that doesn't just buy like, the fruit and veg but I'm like soaking it in baking like what's it baking soda like carbonate soda so the pesticides come out and everything like okay. I'm that kind of person so like, we got you know, pasta you know like I feel like yeah you turned your life around from when you was at uni it was just like yeah actually let me just <laughs> let me give myself scurvy you know I'm under I'm under eating I'm not eating the right things you were just like oh actually no I know what happens when I do that let me kind of make yeah. this effort to look after my body and feed it the right things right Right. And that has kind of happened when my stomach problems happened because I became lactose intolerant. And from there, because I had to have alternative, uh, uh, alternative dairy products, I started to become more like conscious. 
so that was um like 2014 15 like my last mm-hmm. years of the first time I went to uni and I just I don't know I, I agreed with my friend I always thought it's an iron deficiency it's some kind of deficiency because that is the only thing that would make my hair not come through properly and just yeah. like thin out like that so uh but had you um, had like blood graduate at the time like were they saying that you were iron deficient right this is the thing it was like a fight with my doctor like he was just always saying to me no you're a menstruating woman your iron levels are fine and my other friend she said like she's she's a doctor and she's just like no your iron levels need to be like high like it's about 70 and have to stay high for your hair to grow so i know what he's talking about because this is basic information i don't know how he didn't know this and then um she also said like you have to block your iron stores though because you in particular you have a very low iron level you need to build it up first so it's not going to just suddenly shoot up when you start taking it your body needs to store it for a while and then use it so it's going to take about like i reckon with you about a year but just keep supplementing it got to like the eight or nine month point i'm taking like 80 milligrams of iron every day of a food state supplement so i've got like no side effects and then um, the week before I went, I just stopped and I reduced my dosage to just like 25 milligrams. And How come? Got tested what made again. you um, drop it down? Because I thought like, okay, it's been eight, nine months now. I don't want to be overloading myself. I'm taking like right, a really right, high right. dosage. Okay. So let me just like drop it down to like, that, even 25 is a bit above like, you know, the daily dose, that's be 18. So I just thought, let me just like take it down and get tested. It will be fine. And then when I got tested again, it had actually fallen since I'd like gone nine months ago and I was like nah something's not right yeah how can like you be literally like almost OD and on iron and it's just like nah cuz we ain't absorbed none of that shit right. <laughs> yeah right right and it felt like because I, I tried so hard to get up and I only, I only got to like 50 so when I got tested again it was like nearly 40 so I was just like no I told I said to my doctor and he was just like no you're a young menstruation woman there's nothing wrong with your eye levels and I was just like you're telling me I've been supplementing for nearly nine months now my eye levels have fallen and there's nothing wrong with that and he was like he just thought like this is okay and mm. he just kept telling me like it's normal and I was like no this is not normal something's going on I don't know what's going on but something's going on your doctor's arguing with you saying that you know you're a young menstruating women woman sorry whose uh whose iron stores are just decreasing for no other reason than period and yeah. even though you're supplementing it still going into like negative that is foolishness right so i was getting really annoyed with him and i think at that point he didn't really know me because i just switched gps and um was he still in the same practice or was it just like another doctor in that same practice so right so I was, initially when all these problems started how i was going to one practice yeah. and in that one practice all the doctors were just bad like all of them and that's not even me just by being like like if you go on the google reviews they have like one star and like hundreds of people saying their health hazards community etc etc i didn't listen so eventually i switched <laughs> over because they were just annoying me and they just weren't helping me and when i said they weren't helping me you know i've got so many things wrong with me i remember i went to an appointment once and i said oh you know I've got this problem. I want to get to about the next thing. And she was like, no, you can only talk about one thing per appointment. Mm. And I was like, ah, I, I, I was like, my stomach, my, like, my heart. She's like, no, no, you need a separate appointment for a separate thing. And I was like, wow. Okay. So it's like that. So I just left eventually because they were just annoying me. Yeah. And, um, this new practice, it is a lot better. Um, and I think the doctor does listen more, but 
my doctor that I got the new one we hadn't we see, met each other like twice you right, know like okay. twice and um I think he doesn't understand like the full situation okay because he hasn't so, had like the background of you like coming in for you but then right. like, notes and see like you know, hopefully they just don't feel like you're like a serial attender. It's just like it <laughs> comes in and complains. You know, the ones it's just like, yeah, yeah, this is like your 15th appointment yeah. in two weeks. We did it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, I think for him, like after I left that appointment, I was quite frustrated. And um, I found a company. I have not said a name. Should I not say a name? Uh, or- no, no, no. Let's leave them out. Let's leave them leave it out yeah yeah I don't have to like okay, right, right. I'm okay. gonna make you an edit <laughs> <laughs> okay okay so I found like a functional medicine company and um they they do diagnostic tests for like gut health okay and I my gut problems I feel like I always kind of knew something was wrong with my gut and I felt that was my biggest issue but I just didn't want to deal with it because it was just like I felt it was too big so I had so many symptoms. I had like, I was bloated 24-7. I mean, like, without eating in the mm. morning, I wake up bloated. Um, it doesn't matter what I eat. Like, there's always an issue with my stomach. So, like, if I eat something and drink something, if I move, you can hear, like, the liquid in my stomach. I have reflux all the time. Like really bad gas like pain like I get up abdominal abdominal pain cramping so I had a lot going on I think even like at Christmas I was actually like I had to go to hospital and they said like all my intestines were blocked and I was like what and um yeah so it was just like I I didn't think I thought it was too big I didn't want to deal with it but then I thought like oh I feel like I need to just deal with this because this probably is I probably have malabsorption and I can't like that's why I can't did you think at this point it was related to your hair loss or were you just kind of like just my body's just not functioning let me just try and tackle like one thing at a time no like I think I think I knew it was related to the iron deficiency thing okay and like that was you so that was I, I guess inadvertently yeah yeah inadvertently I was like it must be like because my stomach is messed up that I can't absorb anything to get my hair to right, grow so right, I just right. think like okay. there is a link to my hair but I just I just thought like it's not possible for me to actually fix it because it's just so dire. Like it's been going on for eight years now. It's getting worse and worse and worse. Um, so I don't know if I can actually like deal with this gut issue. Mm-hmm. And I just avoided it. But then once I graduated, I had a job, got money. I was like, okay, let me go to this company. Um, I researched it a lot and I was like, okay, what's this functional medicine thing? And it just seems to operate like how, you know, you think it should operate when you go to a doctor. Like they find a cause and they treat the cause. But I've learned a lot like, with the NHS, a lot of it is symptom management, um, mm-hmm. especially with gut health issues. They don't really diagnose. They just say like, okay, it's not IBD and it's not this. So you just have IBS, which doesn't really mean anything. It just yeah. means like you have stomach problems and we don't know why. And they're very quick to do that. And that's because they don't do like comprehensive stool testing, which just means they test everything in your like gut. They don't test like your gut bacteria, et cetera, et cetera. They just test for one thing. So if they think they know what it is, they can do a test for that and they can like take a stool sample from you. And if it is that thing, great. But if it's something else, it won't show up. Well, so so much case, is just missed. I guess, yeah, I guess in your case, mm-hmm. they did the testing and didn't find anything. So why was there no like further investigation to be like, okay, it's not this, it's not this. Was it just kind of like, it's either one of these three, these three things that we've tested for the other two, so it must be this. 
It is why I can say about giving me a diagnosis, like because I know, like to even get a diagnosis of IBS, they need to exclude everything first. Okay. And um, they just didn't do that with me. They literally were just so quick to be like, it's IBS, without even like doing the stool test. I'd be like, can you like actually take a sample? Um, and a couple of doctors did, but they're not even give them your food. <laughs> But um, eventually, I think because like they had my history, it's like okay, you've been tested and you don't have IBD, which seems to be the only thing they were really testing for. And they're like, okay, you don't have cancer either, so it's not those two things. And I was in my head thinking there must be other things that, like, apart from those two things, there must be other things that can be. But then, and the thing also is, I have a lot of friends who have IBS. So whenever they were like saying, oh, I'm having a flare up and this and this, I was just like, this is not me. Like, this is not IBS. Whenever I said to a doctor, they're just like, oh, you know, IBS presents in different ways. I'm like, yeah, I know. And like, it's a syndrome. I know what a syndrome is, okay? I'm clearly trained as well. I'm not dumb. Like, don't talk like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Respect my authority. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. I'm like, I'm patronized. I know what a syndrome is. So they were just kind of like, oh, you don't understand that you have IBS. That's literally what it was. And even actually annoyed me when I got my medical records once. They were just saying like, she has IBS. And I was like, no, I, I told you I don't have it. Why would she tell Yeah, yeah, take that so, off. Don't tag on my record. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so eventually, it's been eight years. And I was like, look, I know the NHS is fine and everything like that. I work on the NHS, by the way. So no one come and cuss me out. I work for them. So I can say what I want. Listen, like. this is constructive criticism. <laughs> yeah, you can exactly. cuss people and still like love the service, but be like, fix up because you might have taken the piss. So she was just saying, like, you've had bad healthcare, like, full stop. Not as if for the NHS, like, I don't understand how in these eight years you haven't been tested for an autoimmune disease, or no one has questioned that. Mm. And um, also because I was having, like, this kidney thing. So I had, um, so with your kidney, you have this measure called a GFR, right? And that yeah. just measures, like, how well your kidneys are working. And my number is low. It's like, the number it should be when I'm like in my 70s and whenever I said like yo look my my kidney I told my friend about it she was like you've got chronic kidney disease and they weren't giving me a diagnosis they were just like it's just your normal and I was like excuse me (laughs) wait 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 again so I've gone to you because my (laughs) iron is going backwards I did my iron is literally doing Benjamin Button yeah (laughs) When I walk, you can hear my my stomach fluid swishing around like I'm a wine glass. And my glomerular filtration rate is piss poor, no pun intended. And even are telling me that I'm fine. Yeah. Nah, suck your mum. What's wrong with all of them? Honestly. <laughs> I was, do you know what? I was actually scared. Because the thing is, with chronic kidney disease, it's like... It, it keeps falling, you know, until you need dialysis, you need a kidney transplant. And when yeah. I asked my doctor what the plan was, he was like, oh, we're going to keep just measuring you every year. And I was like, that's your plan. Like, just keep measuring my blood every year. So wait, like, you're basically number. waiting until so I, I hit the my... threshold until I'm about to die. Is that what you're right. saying? That's what my friend was like. My friend was like, if that's their plan, then they're just waiting for you to, to put your dialysis. And she was like, it doesn't even need to get to that stage. Why are they testing to find out why it's spawning? Because she was like, chronic kidney disease isn't like, you've been tested, there's nothing structurally wrong with your kidney. Something in your body is causing your GFR to fall. I don't see why they're not trying to find that out. So 
I was frustrated about it. I really pushed for it. They sent me for um, a nuclear medicine test to measure it accurately. And okay. it came out at 82. So what did that test involve? When I was having my blood test. So I had to like have a radioactive thing put in my arm and they took my blood over like four hours. Yeah, and, um, to see how they, much basically it, it traps, yeah, how it filters out of my body. So when I did that test, my GFR was at like 82. It was, it's normal for my age. It's, it's not like 90, but it's like, it's normal. There's no problems. But my blood test was coming out like 59. And okay. um, it, it had been like falling. So when I was saying like, okay, yeah, it's, it's falling. They're like, yeah, but it's stable. And my friend, my, my friend was like, yeah, it's stably falling. It's still falling. It doesn't matter if it's stable or not. It's going down slowly and it shouldn't be moving at all. It should be just stable. Yeah. So I don't know because I, now that it's 82, I was going to get a second opinion from um, mm. this like specialist. And I was like, okay, if it's 82 in my nuclear medicine, that's fine. But I still need to kind of like, I don't really trust them because they really treat me like I'm like, they were saying like, oh, patient's a bit anxious. I'm like, yeah, I'm here. I can hear you. Like, I'm, it's not, Oh, don't do that. Angry. This is a white coat syndrome. This is you, man, an idiot syndrome. Like, it's honestly, it's like, what do you mean? I'm anxious because your kidney's working fine. I'm sitting here, I'm like in my 20s with a kidney of a 60 year old. That's why you can say that. Like, your kidneys are fine. Like, so anyway, like, so that's fine for now. But then I thought maybe when I get a gut health test, like, it might tell me something and explain something to do with this. So I did two tests with the company and mm-hmm. it cost me like 550 pounds for the test but that also includes like a meal plan and a nutritionist and a practitioner that works with you afterwards for like okay, so it's weeks. not just like the testing it's, quite... it's like the follow-up as well no 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 no, no. Yeah, yeah yeah and you can contact them like whenever without having to pay you can pay at the end for like a consultation to move further but like within eight weeks I've emailed my practitioner a lot he knows me back he's really he's really cool so it's actually like I think it's quite good for what it is and um yeah my small intestine checked and my large intestine test and I really thought I had this thing called SIBO so if you heard of it no no tell me about it it's um small intestinal bacterial overgrowth so the good thing about functional medicine is like I said it tests for everything and there are a lot more open to like newer things that have been discovered whereas like nhs it's all evidence-based so unless like clinical trials happened they're not buying any of it they're like it's yeah. not clinically proven it's not this 0.9 significance and everything so that's why i was like okay i, I quite like this because they're willing to get all possibilities and not exclude it because it's not clinically significant so with SIBO like 80 percent of their customers who've been diagnosed with IBS have SIBO so it's really okay. common, like, it's not actually IBS, you have SIBO, and that's basically, like, in your small intestine, there's an overgrowth bacteria, and then it causes just, like, havoc, just from having that bad bacteria in your intestine. So you get things like iron deficiency, because that bacteria, like, literally eats all the iron, um, for chronic fatigue, like, so all the symptoms of SIBO I had, so I was like, mm-hmm. I bet I have this, I bet I have this. So the test for that, sorry, it was really weird. I had to, like, breathe into, like, 10 test tubes every 20 minutes, uh, the day before, I could only eat like eggs and rice. It was horrible. Yeah, like, like, anyway, <laughs> what? So, do you know what? Yeah, I'm trying to like take a sip of water before you drop them because I already know what's coming. So, I'm just like, let me not spit out my water all over my laptop. <laughs> anyway, okay. So, the f- so, you go in there thinking, okay, placebo, yeah? I have to, what's the test? You have to blow into a yeah. test, you say. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's called a hydrogen breath test, and basically, you have to like change your diet the day before. You drink the solution, and then then you have to breathe it into ten test tubes every twenty minutes. And basically, it measures like the release of gas in your breath, and that can okay. tell if you have like the bacterial overgrowth. So I did that, and I got the results back. And they were negative, and I was like, if this company turns up the NHS, I swear to God, I'm gonna actually go mad because how can I be negative for SIBO? Yeah. And then I was like, okay, but I also got like this my large intestine check that came in like five minutes after. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I forgot about these ones. And then I was sorry, <laughs> I was shit. I'm so sorry because I know what's coming. I'm so scared again. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Hold on, let me compose myself. <laughs> so. Cool. There was a lot of things. So basically, they said I had dysbiosis, which just means a fancy word. Like, you know, you've got you have good bacteria and bad bacteria. Yeah. They were just like, yours is just really imbalanced. So you have a lot more bad bacteria. And actually, you should be able to produce good bacteria and you're not producing it because you're lacking this thing. So um, I had also like a lot of damage to my gut lining. So mm-hmm. I had something called leaky gut. And they measure it by measuring something called zonulin. And I was really high. So they were like, so you've got a really leaky gut. But then also, you have parasites. And I was like, excuse me? (laughs) 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 Oh, my gosh. I remember. I was was reading. You've got parasites. What do you like? No, I would start tearing out my stomach. You mad? Me? What? I was really because it was a numbered everything. So I remember it was like five things. I was like, okay, okay, okay. And I was like the last thing, and I was like, no. The thing that is, the fact that's right. They were like, okay, let's build up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I was like, no. And um, the thing is, like, with that test, that is, there's different types of gut tests, and that one's called like the ultimate gut health test. And I wasn't gonna do it because it said like. This one to people that has had chronic problems and, you know, after bouts of food poisoning, worms and parasites. And I was like, well, I don't need that because I have parasites and worms. I haven't had food poisoning before. I haven't been anywhere. So, yeah. But then something in me was just like... I get food poisoning really easily. No, my stomach is turning. I'm so sorry. What's happening here? (laughs) Okay, continue, continue, continue. (laughs) So, I thought I didn't need it, but something in me was just saying, like, do you know what? Just do the ultimate yeah, one the because you will not have a single thing. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Do you know what? Me and my sister's actually been joking about it, and we've literally been like just treating like some kind of like Harry Potter scenario going on in my stomach. And we were laughing because I was like, can you imagine what they're like now? They're like, the host, she knows, she knows. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the emergency one's been pressed yeah? There's like alarms going off, all of them are running to their stations. <laughs> We've literally just been like, there's colonies, there's like that, that one parasite that like, was the original. It's like, Master, she knows the colonies are talking, she's aware we're here. <laughs> We've just been joking about it like that. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that's so funny. That's so funny. Listen, the parasites are having like an emergency meeting. Like, what should we do? What's our next plan of action? <laughs> the host knows. Nah, no, that's so, mad. The host, she yeah. knows. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I'm not going to sleep tonight. The host, she knows. 
Because <laughs> the thing is, I started reading about parasites and it was kept saying like in these like articles, it's like the host. I'm like, oh my God, I am the host. I am like that person they're talking about. <laughs> like, that is like, oh, I just didn't, I didn't see it coming. I was so shocked, but I was so happy because yeah. it just like, this just makes sense. This makes so much sense because it makes sense. Like my friend was saying how like I'm someone that exercises, eats well. I don't even drink like fizzy drinks, no caffeine. Like I'm so healthy. And she was saying to have like the amount of nutrition that you have in your diet, like all the fruit and vegetables, that giant smooth, like it doesn't make sense. Where's it all going? So it's like, yeah, the parasites were eating it all. Lavish. They were just like organic (laughs) premium food. You get me? (laughs) Out here, my last post, yeah. They was eating that shitty diet. Get me, McDonald's and all of that. It was all right for a bit. But you know when man steps up your game, five star host, yeah. But you know what? Like I started researching the species I have. So it's called Blaster Sisters Hominis. Yeah. Okay. And I was happy that I got tested with this company because with the NHS, they don't actually treat it because they have found that some people have it and are asymptomatic. So there's kind of like, well, people that have it, there must be something else. But actually, from my own research, from the company that I was with, it's like, well, that's actually not true. There's different strains of it. So it's one species and there's different strains and some strains are pathogenic and some are not. So some people are just unlucky and they get the pathogenic strain some people don't they have the rest of their life they don't even notice because they don't, yeah. they don't do anything so obviously the one I was pathogenic and I started researching it and it was just saying how like this parasite lab all the parasites are the most common but they love sugar and back in the day before I started getting healthy like I have a sweet tooth oh don't say this so I was thinking... I'm really gonna be sick you know because I was really like <laughs> When it feels like you're just scrap, I don't have like many symptoms. I'm just like, oh, you know when you start hearing things, I'm just like, nah, am I a host too? Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, love sugar. so yeah, back in the day. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I need to be serious. Yeah. Yeah, I was eating a, I was eating a lot of sugar because I have this sweet tooth. But I was thinking now, because it was saying like the parasites make you crave sugar. I'm like, was that why I had like all the sugar cravings? Because it was them being like, we need more sugar. <laughs> like, stimulate the host for sugar. <laughs> like, you know, there's like one so... parasite that's like at the back of your neck that's just like maneuvering you. You know, like, like you know how parents when they got into like their megazoids or whatever, it's the one that's telling you to like move your like... to the kitchen. <laughs> like eat that donut, eat that drink. That drink. <laughs> so I was thinking like this because at one point there was like a peak when my stomach problems got really bad and um it started to affect my bladder and I think around how I was eating quite a lot of sugar so I was like I must have been just like breathing them at that point maybe that's what I was and um when this kind of explained everything I started researching it I started like looking for people on Instagram that had it and I realized like there's this one thing that I've noticed in all these people and mm. it's just like this massively like bloated gut and I was like that is my stomach. That's my stomach's been like for the past eight years. Because it's not like normal bloating. It looks like you're literally like you've come to term in pregnancy. It's huge. Your stomach goes like it protrudes so large. I was like, oh yeah, my like, god! You know, like there are other like, people that have this, like Quashiacor. You know, like the little kids in like the um the poverty adverts, the malnutrition ones. Yes, uh, it's like yeah. that. Yes, 
yeah it's like that it's like a different kind of bloating yeah so I, I felt like good I was like oh my god there's other people that have this um and I contacted one girl and she's like quite a big blogger like it's like kiwi blogger and she got back to me and I was talking to her but like, I was saying like have you had any hair loss and she just said to me like you know what I never actually thought about it but yeah my hair's actually thin and my nails are and it's never made a link to it being with the parasite Mm. But um, I think she's got rid of um, quite a lot of it now. Um, and that's the other thing about parasites, it's really hard to get rid of. And the thing is, I was really freaked out at first because I was like, that's disgusting. Like, that's gross. Like, there's this, like, flipping, like, knit-looking thing in my gut. Just, oh, like, no, no, no. I'm definitely <laughs> going to Google it now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, but the thing is, when I Google, and this is the thing, like, there's such a misconception about parasites because when I actually, like, looked it up, it literally is, a blob and you can't even see it you need a microscope to see it and I found this doctor on YouTube talking about it and he was like yeah like parasites like in general there's so many different types and the ones that we commonly see in patients they are literally like organisms and they like don't look cell, like yeah they're not like thing. the big ones of like yeah sharp no, teeth and no, no, no eyes no. just like tunneling through your intestines no 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 no, yeah. no. no. it it's literally like a blob, the one I have. It looks like it's um it's a amoeba parasite, so it's like it looks like a watery blob. Okay. And, um, yeah. So it, that made it like less like ill. Yeah. <laughs> but I was happy because I was just like, this is what has caused all my problems. And then I messaged my practitioner, and he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like that's that's definitely why you've got hair loss. Like, and he, and that's the good thing about functional medicine because it doesn't look for cohesion. It's very much like this is what's happening in you. Even though you have this parasite, it may present differently in someone else. Yeah. And that's what I like about it because then I end up generalizing everything. Um, and that really was like helpful for me because then it was like, okay, we're gonna do a treatment for you to try and treat this. It's not necessarily about getting rid of all of it because you can actually get rid of all your symptoms while still having it. It's just now about like balancing your gut, repairing your leaky gut, and getting like good bacteria and like healing everything and, and strengthening your immune system. damage that's been done i guess right exactly because i think i think it's spread because i actually found other people that had it like in the comments who were saying they had kidney problems and they migrate um so i think that's why i also got bladder problems as well because i've been on treatment for three weeks now and my bladder's got better okay. and um i didn't expect that at all like I was like whoa but I think it's because there's no pressure on it anymore because I yeah. think that's what made my bladder worse because I was always constipated and always just like really bloated there was much pressure on my bladder 24 7 and now it's just like calm down and um something else I noticed actually like I was my heart palpitations have completely stopped I had a single heart palpitation since I started so I was like oh my god I didn't think that was linked at all I thought I had those heart palpitations because of um, low iron, Ian. but my iron's lower than it was when I first started this, and I haven't had a single heart palpitation. It's crazy, and um, most of my symptoms were actually cleared up. So actually, nearly all of them. And it's only the been only like what, three weeks have, of treatment. Yeah, it's only been three weeks, and they've all like I'm not bloated. I can't. This is the first time I haven't been bloated, and I think for me, like eating was a horrible thing. Like it wasn't enjoyable because can you imagine being full and you have to force feed yourself just to keep going that's the only reason i never felt hungry you know exactly and the longer i don't eat it makes my stomach worse and it makes me have cramps and stuff so i'm like i have to force feed myself whilst i'm eating i have like reflux i have to stop and like you know like throw up a little bit and carry like it was just oh, not goodness. a nice experience for me 
yeah like it was horrible but like I remember like this week I was like I was so emotional because I had a meal I just ate something and I didn't feel full my stomach is just normal like it's just like okay I'm hungry even my sensation of hunger has changed that's what actually shocked me because before when I was hungry it felt like my stomach was like empty and it would rumble and it felt like I need to eat right now because it was like really dramatic and very yeah. sudden listen the, host, now the, the like, parasites were hungry they were like <laughs> sorry where's a, we're used to premium meals where is our food what kind of service <laughs> is this <laughs> <laughs> so yeah now when I'm hungry it's just kind of like oh I'm hungry and even like the urge to go to the toilet as well because before it was very sudden I had to go like I need to go to the toilet now but then mm. I couldn't go and then it was a drama. I had like an hour to go to the toilet. I had some time to work about it. And they were really understanding about it. But I was like, yeah, I go to toilet like I can, about 40 to 60 minutes. And I was kind of like, ah, oh. like, no, no, seriously. Like, if I go somewhere, I've gone to the toilet and that's where I am. So mm. it's a struggle. It's good that they were really understanding, though, because that can be like a difficult conversation to have. Yeah, but my manager is so cool. Like, she is so cool. I told her about all my health issues, and she's been really just kind of like, Yeah, it's no problem. We can accommodate that. And she's been really chill about it. And um, she never even asked me where I was going. I'd be like, Oh, I'm going here. She's like, Yeah, so let me just go. <laughs> so, like, she was was really no, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I was on prescription for something to even go to. So I, I couldn't even actually go to a toilet normally. I was on prescription, and I haven't used it. Um, I stopped using it in the second week. So I can just go to the toilet normally now. And it takes me about 15 minutes. No, you're like... So it's been like a dramatic change. Like dramatic. Like I wake up, I'm like, oh my God, my stomach is flat. I'm not starving. Yeah, the like, birds are just tweeting. It's just been like, amazing. Like happy for you now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. But then that's what my system, you know, I've been saying, we've been joking about it. We're like, they're probably just like, oh, there's whispers in the colonies that the host is destroying us. <laughs> 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 you know like you know the bear that were left already in it and there's like a few stragglers behind it, just like nah don't worry we can still we can still rebuild like we're not gonna leave they're old it's like, i'm not leaving my home <laughs> hear me everyone else is like packed like left shit they're like okay we have to go find somewhere else hear me <laughs> that is so but, um bad. it's been That's interesting so though because there's something called there's something called what's it die off and um, that's when the parasites die and they just release toxins in your body. I thought in the first week I had that because actually in the first week of treatment, when I started doing the diet plan, taking the pro- uh, probiotics and the prebiotics and the antimicrobials, mm. like my stomach swelled even more. And I was like, I'm going to vomit. Like I was so nauseous. And I was like, what the heck? Like what is happening? Because it got worse. Like my stomach yeah. got so much worse. But then all of a sudden, second week, like day eight exactly, my stomach just like, suddenly was just like okay cool chill this is cool and it just settled down like every day it's gotten better and better and better and better no i really um, need like disney pixar to do like um <laughs> a, a animated live action version of like <laughs> of what happens because it sounds like some epic battle you know honestly it has but i just can't believe like how even like my heart palpitations that's what that's the thing that shocked me i told my mom i was like Mom, my heart, I haven't had like a single palpitation, like nothing. And she was like, sweat. I was like, no, seriously. Because before I'd have one, like at least like at night time, slight fluttering. And I was just like, oh, it's just there. Yeah, I hate it because it scared me. But it's just like the fact it's been like three weeks and not a single thing has happened. I was like, 
I can't believe it, like, even my heart. But I did actually think at one point there might have been a link, but not exactly that close because whenever I was really constipated, my heart would just kind of like speed up a little bit. Okay. So I thought like, oh, maybe something's going on there. But it's just like been a dramatic change. The only thing that hasn't happened is my hair. And I know it's that's not going to happen for a while. Weeks. It's been three weeks. I know, I know, I know. Your hair's probably gone like a millimeter. And even with all like these changes, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if you got more shedding for a little bit because of like everything happening. And then it calmed down again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know it's going to be like, because even though my symptoms have calmed down, this is still just like stage one. And yeah. the thing is like, um, with these parasites, like even though they're the most common, they are the hardest to get rid of. So I've seen some people be like, oh, you know, I've been trying to get rid of it for 10 years. I've been trying to get rid of it for four years. Ah, and that's because like, yeah i know but then some people it's been like three months and some people it's been like two it seems like on average it's about one to two years from what i've seen okay and you have to just kind of do different different rounds you do it in cycles so um you clear like for me i get what i've done with me they strip back my diet completely so it's like calm down the symptoms and while my stomach's calm that i'm like taking all these probiotics and prebiotics and it's like repopulating my gut and it's recalibrating my body so when i started again, again, like, and weird, your lower intestine yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> when they <laughs> all these yuppies are moving in. <laughs> <When> they... <laughs> well, I think that said that can be that. I think they said that's what happened in the first week. So they're like, you need time. Like when you first take probiotics and you're taking prebiotics, like it is new bacteria coming in your stomach and it has to adjust to your body, and that yeah. can make your symptoms get worse. And then after that week, if it continues, you try a different probiotic. If it settles, then it means like your stomach agrees with it and can carry that probiotic, and that's like your body likes it. So I was like, okay, cool, great. This probiotic really works for me, and so it's a prebiotic. And um, it's just, yeah, I'm being patient with it all. And then in eight weeks, so I've got five more weeks left, they're going to reintroduce food every six days. So it's a bit of rebuilding my diet mm-hmm. and then just hoping I don't react to anything. And yeah I feel like my stomach's really healing and it's improved my mood like a lot it's improved my sleep it's just improved my quality of life completely I know like my hair is going to be like the last thing to come back because even before I got my gut health like symptoms I had hair problems yeah so so some of it is even before some of it isn't yeah 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 so no, 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 it was, what I mean was, I feel I got a parasite at that time, but instead of it, me actually like reacting in my gut, I reacted in my hair. Oh, so, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, do you know what I mean? And the thing is, with it as well, they said some people either like react straight away, or for some people it's asymptomatic to a, to a point, and then all of a sudden it's like, it's like surprise. <laughs> it's like, it's just like, hey, I'm here. Wow. So I think I was asymptomatic for a while, but then like little things started creeping in. So it was like, First of all, my it affected my hair because it was like, you know, we're here, we're gonna take all your nutrients and your gut doesn't really know, but you know, we're gonna take your hair. Listen, and then I tell you, it I tell people all the time, your hair don't care, like your your body's not care about your hair. Anything that goes wrong is just like free me, <laughs> let me go. I w- I just I just want to be a bad man. <laughs> <laughs> so it has helped and um with the back of my hair, like I'm seeing a dermatologist and um she is investigating it properly now and what happened with the back of my hair i remembered when i was talking to um my hair's body about my hair mm-hmm. that my mom when she was sewing the weave um 
so because my hair actually used to be really thick and long, um, when she did the cornrows and they were quite long, she just fold them over and she just yeah. sew my hair. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, in that in that area where she was sewing my hair, that's where like the real problem area. So that's where it's like wispy and it's not right. And I was really happy when she was on top of this. Wait, was it you that said that your mom saw the hair loss and didn't tell you about it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ross, yeah, mum is yeah, really, really yeah. old with your hair, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so like, I don't want to blame her because you're like jokes. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, like I wanted the weave. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So she was just like she just and she exactly she was my hairdresser and she was like, okay, I don't have to do a weave, so I'm just gonna try it like this way. And um, but. The reason why, like, the back looks so dire now, I don't think is because of that. Because I remember, even before, like, I lost my hair, that area thinned out, but it wasn't noticeable. But I think it's because of the overall presentation of my hair now that it looks bad. Okay. Do you get what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, yeah. So you can before, notice it now because everything else has kind of got a bit yeah, to the yeah, 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 yeah. So, because my hair's my hair will probably reach about four inches and it won't get any longer. So the back of it, it probably won't even reach an inch. But if it was growing normally, you, it wouldn't like look like anything. It's just because my hair just isn't growing at the moment. It just the whole thing doesn't look right. Mm-hmm. So um, the dermatologist agreed with it as well. She's like, yeah, I think so too. Um, she just wants to check that there's no like progressive scarring. Um, she said my hair follicles were all good at the back as well. So I was really surprised at that because I thought like she was going to tell me something different, but she was like, no, like, yeah, so there's no uh, the old trichologist was, was talking the truth then when he said your hair follicles were okay. Yeah, they were. They were just like, they're great. <laughs> she was like, yeah, they're actually like, no scarring. But then what she was saying, she was like, but this isn't, because they were saying to me, oh, your hair is different texture. And she was like, no, this isn't a, a different texture kind of thing on your hair. That's not it. Like, there obviously is something wrong here. And I was like, thank you. And she was I like, yeah. was a bit shady, I'm not going to lie. Still. <laughs> <laughs> you body with She tea. was saying, <laughs> because, yeah, like, it's really obvious as well. It's like, if you take a picture you can see my scalp, but I think to the naked eye, you can't. But then even so, like, when you just touch it, it's, like, the hair sparse. And um, she was saying, like, okay, so basically, yeah, like, the hair in that area where it's sparse, there's only one hair coming out of the follicle, and it's very fine. Okay. So that's why it's looking well. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was, like, and, like, your hair follicle is probably change shape that's why it's like not coming through like the other areas so there has been trauma to the scalp and it's just a case of like can the trauma be reversed um so i'm gonna have a biopsy which is gonna be because also you have information of the scalp um i think i think the information is also because of my gut to be honest um i i don't feel like a separate thing going on i do feel it's because i there's so much going on in my body that's the same thing as well but I just want to eliminate every option so I know what I'm dealing with. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, so I'm happy for the boxies to go ahead. And I'm just happy because at least, like, I know what has caused my hair loss. I even remember what happened to the back of it. So, and I do feel like it probably can be reversed because, like, it has improved. Like, before it was bone straight, but now it's actually, like, you got a little curly. bit of shape to it's it, yeah? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually it's turning back into Afro hair. It's just taking its time. It's taking a long time, and it's gonna find it harder because it's not getting nutrients it needs to grow. So, yeah, 
But all in all, I have parasites and that can cause hair loss. So. Uh, a roller coaster, mate. You know the ones that's just like YouTube story time. Hi guys. So let me tell you about the time I found out I had parasites. It's like, wait, what? Let me, let me click on what Can't wait for your hair to... But it's crazy eat. how... <laughs> Other than that, it's crazy how it's affected my whole body. Like, it's crazy how it's just like had such a knock-on effect to everything, like my bladder, my heart, my hair. Even like in the last stage before I actually got the test done, my nails started crumbling. So they turned yellow, they turned, um, then they went see-through and they were literally peeling off. It was just like, it was getting worse. So it's like, thank God, like I did this when I did because it was just getting worse and worse and worse. And like, my, I can't like, even my sleep was affected. So I haven't slept in eight years. When I say that, people don't understand. I'm like, no, no, no. What are you doing four o'clock in the morning? I was awake. I was like, I'm always awake. Like, I did not sleep. Like, it's really, like, affected my whole life. Like, my mood. And I think even when I went to the dermatologist, because, like, I told her, like, everything, obviously, she was just kind of like, how are you doing this for eight years? I'm like, I do not even know. Like, now that my symptoms have, like, subsided, and I just feel, like, how I do now, I have no idea how, how you I dealt with being constipated. Yeah every day 24 7 like for eight years to feel constipated and I was like I don't even know how I did it like but you didn't have a choice like you tried so hard to get help and it's like at every turn yeah and told oh actually it's this or it's that or like just not helped and I'm just like it goes back to so many issues that like a lot of people like black women face and I'm like how how, like what did it from you to be believed because I felt that way too, like, when my friend, like, was telling me, like, this is when she was a student, this is when we were in uni, when she was telling me, like, as a student, like, I don't understand what's happening here, I don't understand how you have iron levels these low, and people are letting you go from hospital, like, you could have a heart attack right now, I don't understand, like, how they've seen these numbers and just let you go, and not giving you, like, iron or, like, a blood transfusion or anything, I don't understand how no one is, like, I don't understand why it's taking for you to demand to get this. Because I had to, like, under her guidance, she was like, yeah, tell them to do this test to, yeah. like, measure your kidney function. I had to go and tell them. I had to, like, pressure them to do it. She was like, I don't understand at your age why no one has done that in the first place. Like, I don't understand, like, how no one has just, like, looked at you and tested you for an autoimmune disease when you have all these things going on in your body and you're so young and you're so healthy with your lifestyle. Like, why doesn't anyone see that's not... I, she was just like, I, I'm just like... It's disgusting. And even on her yeah. part, she was just like, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. Like, I know some of the places you've been to, so I know some of the costs associated, but we're talking like several hundreds, if not mm. coming up to thousands now. Like, I'm sure you probably hit like a thousand on this, like, already. right. I, yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Like, yeah, because even with um, the company, you still have to buy the supplements and that's separate. And that costs like 160. And then, um, Oh, that, to be fair, do you know what? To be fair, even though they are expensive, you can actually, they give you the option to like pay over months and break okay. it down so it's more affordable for people, yeah. which I really like as well. But I was just like, I'll just pay one, I don't care because I have the, like, I have the money because of my Balling. job. And, um... <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, humble well, brand. We, you love, know we love to see black women doing it. We love to see black women doing it. It's all right. But like, even do you know what? It's even that. Options, even, even with those payment options, yeah. it's still unaccessible for a lot of people. And, you were like determined it is. to find something to help you. It is. Whereas some people can just get it's, disheartened. And for you, luckily, your body kind of like kept you going in that time. 
yeah yeah i was lucky you know because one thing that came up my test was um they do like an immune system check yeah. and my gut like you have they do it on um like scales so they'll show you the range and they show you where on the where you are on the range and like my immune system and my gut was like out of range extreme high so they were like your, your, your immune system is just like being worked over time in your stomach it is just like it is being worn out in your stomach like extreme high so part of the things like um the medicine they gave me was to basically just help my immune system so i can just relax yeah. and just like calm down so it's not like breaking itself out and that's why i was tired all the time as well because like it was just like releasing more stuff into my gut to try and protect my stomach and I, that made me feel kind of good because i was just like you know what like for eight years my immune system has been like fighting hard against the parasites it's been like no like <laughs> we will not let this happen they've been trying so i've been really lucky because some people it doesn't go that way like it just gives out mm. and it, like turns into something else um and even with like the leaky gut which is like another diagnosis so it's like a double whammy it's like there's one thing having the parasites when you've got a leaky gut, like, your stomach doesn't really, like, absorb much anyway. So it's like, why would I grow hair or nails? <laughs> like, I'm not why? 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 Like, why? Literally. Yeah. 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 So it's just, it's, it's a lot. And um, you're right. The only reason I can afford it is because, like, I have a family to support. That's one thing, because I don't have children. Yeah. But also, I live with my sister. My sister, like, um, she bought a house, and she has a very small mortgage. So between the two of us with that small mortgage, like, you know we're very lucky and um i also don't smoke or drink i don't really go out so just in yeah, terms of lifestyle like, listen, your body hasn't allowed you how can you enjoy yourself when there's a literal like war going on in your belly <laughs> yeah but you talk about i ain't slept I'm yeah blanket, yeah i'm tired how are you going out <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the how are you do those like those things <laughs> how how are you supposed to please you're going home and just crawling into bed <laughs> But I think my lifestyle enables me to, like, be able to save more easier, you know? So, yeah. but I think some people, like, spend money on those things, spend money on clothes, but I don't do that. So it's, like, for me, like, it's easy for me to, like, invest in my health. And even though it's a lot of money, like, for eight years, I went to NHS for free and they did me dirty. And then within a month, I paid, got a diagnosis, got treatment. Three weeks later, like, Living life. half my, like, all my yeah. sins are gone. Like literally all of them are gone and I'm actually like getting better and feeling better. I'm actually, it's improved my quality of life so much in a month as opposed to eight years just for paying. Like that's an investment in my health for the rest of my life. So for me, I don't yeah. feel like it's a lot. I think it's very reasonable, you know, um, with a dermatologist, listen, oh, like that hurts my heart. She's expensive, <laughs> but she's really good. Like she is really, like, my bank account is crying because of her. <laughs> even when I'm like, Hey, big but, up to Sharon Mon, yeah. We appreciate your work. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she is really good because of the thing, like she listened to me. Like that was the first time I went to someone about my hair and they actually just listened to me. And because of that, like I'm happy that she's not doing that. Because I know a lot of trichologists, it, like, they kind of advertise it. They're like, you know, treatment and consultation with diagnosis in one session. And now I know what Who I do. That? If I Who saw that, that, I would have been like, <laughs> "No, because I, I ain't making no promises, you know. I'll come and be scratching my head, looking at you like, raw boy. You know, I don't know, you know." <laughs> In the beginning, I was saying to you, "Yeah, man. No, I didn't even feel like I knew everything, but I was just like, I must give someone a reason for their hair loss." And now I'll just mm. be, I'll be like, "Listen, mm. buzz. 
I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to try and find out for you because mm. that's like, I feel like it excites me to be like, okay, I'm not too sure. Like I'll, I'm lucky I've got really good colleagues I can message or like try and find help. But then to just be like, oh yeah, this mm. is it. I'm just like, nah, listen, I can't put no kind of guarantee on that. Like I will, I will listen to you. I can guarantee that diagnosis. I'm going to do my best. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. no but I think that is a sign of a better practitioner even like saying that for myself because if at my job like you know some speech language therapist is just saying that I can diagnose your child one session I'd be like yeah be careful with her because I know what goes into it yeah. because some kids like if like I, I'm like how are you going to diagnose someone in one set like sometimes it's obvious but even when it's obvious you need to just double check and make sure because if you get it wrong, it can go to direction like it really doesn't need to go. But with the trichologist, like when I was looking for like black, that was like all I was seeing it was like, you know, diagnosis consultation first session. And I think that's a lot of pressure to put on the practitioner as well. You don't need that pressure. And yeah. I think with me, like even though the products do help my hair, it still didn't address like the underlying issue because they were just saying to me, like, just keep using the products, your hair will grow back. That was never going to happen. But it's something in me which is like, nah, like, I, it's not I don't trust them, it's just I feel like they don't get it. I feel like they're trying, like, they feel like I've seen it all before, you know? Yeah. And it's like, that's where you go wrong because you need, like, you need to focus it on the individual. And I think that's why I also like the dermatologist because she was saying to me, like, if it is um, a progressive scarring, alopecia, or whatever, you're going to have to, like, take antibiotics. I don't know if you know, like, antibiotics basically is, like, napalm your gut bacteria. Oh, so, so it kills like, oh, everything in your gut. Again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but then, she obviously, she knows that. And then she was just kind of like, however, I am aware of your gut health issues. So if you don't want to do that, which is completely understandable, I wouldn't blame you. You don't want to do that. Like, I'm happy to work with your practitioner, your functional medicine company we can find a solution of what he's giving you to work and I was like that's how that is a good practitioner that's yeah. individual to the client not you sitting there telling me I go take antibiotics and my hair is not going to come back and my scalp's going to be like do you know what I mean she was like like there's other ways like it doesn't always have to be like western medicine we can find a solution and she's right because if I actually had gone to NHS and they did treat the parasite I do have they would have given me antibiotics that's how they treat it and um there's a whole load of like no, wait, they just basically they're just like okay we're gonna drop a new clear out everything and hope that like right new right bacteria get reintroduced like what okay i just i hate writing on the nhs because like what? hey i have to go use them a lot in it but <laughs> <laughs> but it's not even the NHS, it's, like, yeah. it's western medicine that's the problem yeah <laughs> i think it's a western medicine perspective it's we're doing it again, you know. <laughs> I think, yeah, it's like, I think that like what you, you said go, you was go, really yeah. important because um, it's such a big business and I see so many people that they have to kind of try and standardise things, but not everything fits into like yeah. nice, neat little boxes. And so in that sense, shifting people around mm-hmm, mm-hmm. becomes really difficult. And that's where like a lot of people get left, like they get mm-hmm. like lost in the cracks or... It's mm. harder to be like, okay, you know, this isn't working. Let's like really, really, really investigate. It really kind of comes down to like lock of the draw. If the, practi- if the practitioner you get is kind of like on your case or like you are really on yeah. your like, like an advocate for yourself. It can be so disheartening to be like, okay, I've tried this. I've tried this. They're kind of like, yeah, no. Like even people that have studied everything, at the end of the day, you kind of know your body best. And so if it wasn't for you to be in like, oh, actually, 
I don't know, man. All of you exactly. might telling me this, but this is literal gas. Like, I'm not feeling it at all. You could have just been there rubbing rubbing cream into mm. your scalp until fucking 2022 and been like, all right. <laughs> so, I've only got like three and a half inches of hair. What am I doing? <laughs> and I think for me, like, I think I should be a lesson to other people as well because I feel like I left it too long because I didn't know how to advocate for myself. Because I didn't actually understand the politics of it. Because when I'm going what? to the doctor, I'm no, thinking, No, you like, are the okay, biggest advocate. Don't, no, 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 don't do that. You've been fighting. No, 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 but that came... That came later because initially, like, in the first like five years, they were just telling me like, "Oh, don't worry." I was going home and be like, "Okay, doctor said so." Okay. And it took me a long time to realize until I started training that it's like that is one opinion. It may not necessarily be a professional one, even it's supposed to be. But it's until I started becoming like speech language therapist, I started becoming clinically trained. I started to be like, "Oh no, like I have put all this for too long. I should have done this." And I think like as soon as I started working, I graduated. Then I started investing in my health. But I will say like. If you are working and you're saying like, oh, I can't afford it, like those nights out and you know that outfit you buy online oh, like, is not worth oh, your oh, health. It's not good to them. Like, it's not good to them. It's like just just don't go like if you stay in for a month and don't go out for one month, you can go out for the rest of your life. But if you go out, like you know, stay for one month and save that money, you can get your life back and actually enjoy it and not part of anything. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's you know not what, all yeah? about spending like you can invest, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, there's a couple of things I need to pay for that I've been very, very stingy about. And now I'm just like, oh, I need to go pay for that. But I get it, yeah, I get it. Because I'm like, I, I'm, I completely understand. Because waiting for the NHS, yeah, it's like free healthcare that we pay through. We expect it to be able to serve us. But the reality is, is that in a lot of ways, it currently isn't. Or if you need like the level of support that you need, isn't available sometimes yeah it can't and so it means that you have to, mm-hmm. to to go to alternative methods and like find and pay things out of pocket so you man with you private healthcare, listen run it up run it up if you can run it up <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't have private health care so i'm even like self-funding all of this yeah, so... yeah, yeah. that makes you even more of a g man <laughs> makes you even more of a g but look how your life has changed i'm like <laughs> when I got your email, I was so excited. I was so happy to be like, okay, you found like what is happening. Wars, the actual yeah. cause of like everything. Yeah. And it's really changed my life. And it's only get better. So yeah, I think it's just really important because even though I'm still working with these people, I'm still like researching myself alongside it. And I think that's what I like about what I have found with like this functional medicine thing is that they really listen to you and they're really like open to listening to you and your suggestions and stuff and it's not kind of like patronizing like one well, practitioner and i know what i'm doing because i'm a doctor it's kind of like okay we can try that you know it will it has to depend on you and what your body's telling you and you have to listen yeah. to that so it really helps and i think yeah like if you have got health issues um not just me saying this because i used to follow some people on youtube that have like air quote ibs and the, i always read the comment section because like you know it's always hundreds of comments and uh, people saying like you know they're going through the same thing how they got referred to gastro they don't find anything and what i have learned is like the nhs can't help you if it's not structural if it's something structural they can send you off to gastro to have a look they can see it's a structural problem and they can help you <clears throat> but if it's like a gut bacteria thing you can't see your gut bacteria like with a camera they can't help you they will just yeah. say it's ibs so you know, just go to get that structural thing checked out. But if it's not structural and they want to tell you it's IBS, 
they don't, they don't have they don't do comprehensive stool testing they don't test like everything in your gut they can only like test one thing and they don't even have like they have an approved literature and the evidence base for gut health problems so they kind of just basically go off of symptoms so we're okay. going to get symptoms it's very reactive then it's, yeah yeah it's symptom management it's not getting to the cause like even the prescription i got to help me go to the toilet is a symptom it's symptom management it won't you know i think i might actually remember i got worse because initially it helped but then i think it was just it was just too much for my stomach it was like no nah, it's too much so yeah when it comes to your gut health like people do get success rate like a way higher success rate by going to like a naturopath alternative practitioner but i would say don't just be careful because like the company i work with is legit for my research mm-hmm. um be careful like individual practitioners like it'll be best to go to hey, we said i'm an individual what are you trying to say no, i'm joking yeah you do you do because you know just as like there were people that were saying like you know they went to a natural path but you don't even, it's not, I don't think it's regulated either. I don't think like naturopathy is that regulated. So there's someone that can be like, you know, I can treat this, I can treat that, but I don't need to have anything. I can just treat you. Yeah. On someone. Like, you need, you know what I mean? Like you need to research that person, check qualifications, like have a Google. So the practitioner I have, he, I think they kind of like commission out of practitioners in the company. So they don't okay. just go off the company, individual practitioners. I think it's like that. I researched him personally and he's like got really good ratings and he's really good. So yeah, I, I would highly recommend, like, if you have gut issues, like, go down the functional medicine route. It's really common as well because they were saying like fifty, one in five patients that go to NHS have gut health issues. One in five. Yeah, we're. I'm learning like more and more about it, especially when it comes to like hair health and that how, basically, like, a lot of immune conditions come out of like, the gut and the intestines and stuff, and it's like how the balance mm-hmm. of like bacteria and how things are absorbed really do affect the rest it's of the body so important. And sometimes it's really weird how like we try and like segregate the body so into, important. Like, separate systems so i'm just like listen everything works together like everything and if one mm-hmm. place is off mm-hmm. somewhere else has to pick up the slack and so so yeah. many things are linked so yeah it's really been good to see um how much of a difference making i mean getting help has like really really changed all of your symptoms and like just the different treatments you've been doing and yeah man i'm just so excited for you because when you messaged me mm-hmm. I was like yeah, yeah yeah it's worms i was just like no nah, because what is happening here you got parasites <laughs> like is this real is this really, like, <laughs> what is causing your issue so yeah i think it just really yeah, it's that, like, crazy because it's like a medical issue it's not just like it's not just vanity mm. it's not just something again yeah because someone could have been like oh you've just got traction you know you could have left it as oh yeah like you know i had some issues when my mom was styling my hair or hairstyling beforehand and not going any deeper realizing that actually no this is my body mm-hmm. warning me and telling me hello something's going on here you know i need you to kind of like look into this yeah thing. it's crazy like i'm just i'm i'm surprised that nothing happened to me to be honest like i'm just like i'm just like i don't know how like just didn't get like it's been bad like really really bad but i'm surprised i've been able to like sustain myself this long on like yeah it's been crazy i'm just happy i have my answer now and um even when you were saying about how um 
like it links to everything like I sort of knew about like gut health being really paramount because my dad like started researching into it not like so long ago and he was telling me about it and they do call like your gut like your second brain and it actually dictates like your hormones it dictates everything that happens like even um your serotonin like it's produced in your gut the majority is produced in your gut people feel like serotonin is in your brain it all happens like the majority i think like 90 percent is crazy it's a huge amount it's in your gut and um so my mood was really affected by this like really really badly but it also like dictates your sleep pattern like everything happens in your stomach it really does and it's really been taken for granted and it's even been linked to things like um autism i knew about that because um speech and language after autism i knew like i'd read some articles about children with autism their gut flora it all has this like consistent presentation of like it's missing certain bacteria and certain strains and it can wow. do that it can affect your brain it's really important it's deep like still you start about gut health you'll be shook and the thing is some doctors are talking about this but it's like and it's don't want to listen but there's, there's so many lectures there's ted talks people are saying like listen your gut you need to look after it this isn't a joke and it's not a you know i think this day and age there's a lot of people with IBS like before I even know what that was there's so many people like, oh, I've got IBS like it's really common yeah and it's a warning sign it, it's about like diet it's about what you're eating and what you're consuming and how it's like damaging your stomach and also because you have bacteria in your stomach and that's like inherent right you you're born your gut bacteria but what can happen is that certain strains of bacteria can become extinct from things like alcohol from antibiotic use and once it's gone it's gone and that's why you get that imbalance so you need to supplement it like forever mm. like it won't stay like there's a whole thing about taking probiotics to repopulate your gut no you've got to keep taking it otherwise it won't come back it's gone and then what's happening is someone meets they have children and they're not born with it and the gut bacteria is like eventually becoming extinct and it's causing lots of problems and that's what oh, a lot wow. of research has been into it's like certain bacteria is like yeah it's like you can literally like by the time you have grandchildren they've got like barely any gut flora and they've got all these problems so you know people are starting to be like you need to pay attention to this this is actually a serious thing this is not a health fad this is not like a your gut flora right drink probiotics and drink your yogurt you need to actually like pay attention to your gut and for me like the fact that it was affecting my heart like yeah, I wouldn't have even really thought, like, this yeah. point, but, like, do you know what I mean? Even affected, like, my periods actually changed as I started this diet as well. Like, it, it changed my hormones, my sleep, like, yeah, it's been crazy. So, yeah, look, look after your gut. And I think also it'd be good for you, because sometimes, if someone comes in your clinic, and they go, hey, like, like, have you been tested with Paris? <laughs> <laughs> no it's something i've been really thinking about like i i went to a conference um just like a couple of weekends ago and there was a, a lady talking about like how regular people are in terms of like urinating and like uh, defecating and i was just like yeah i don't mm. think i know i try to like mention nutrition to people but it's not something i'm like i hammer on about i kind of be like mm. okay you know take a bit more care, have a bit more fruit and mm. vegetables and stuff. But, and I've been trying to more incorporate it into mm. what I do. But now I'm really going to be like, hey, can we, can we mm. get a stool sample, please? Claire, what's your, what's your gut health saying? What's your, what's your flora and fauna say? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Honestly. <laughs> sure, yeah. I think, like, it was really funny. Like, I remember, like, talking to like, some of my cousins and stuff and that like, every, like, they would have to do, like, deworming. These are the ones that lived in Nigeria. And, um, there was a period when I got, mm-hmm. like, I, there was a time when I got really sick and I had to go to hospital and the doctor was like, 
oh, maybe it's worms. So I was just like, are you mad? How would I have worms inside me and not know, like, is this house, <laughs> is this Grey's Anatomy? What kind of medicine are you guys doing here? And you came with just like, you're acting, no, 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 it's a, it's a real thing. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It just feels like, like yeah, my hair fell out because of um, parasite. You know, you're just standing there with like patches and being like, all right, what's that? What's really happening here? But no, I'm so, so, so that glad that, that like sharing has like led to this because I never in a million years would I have thought that this <laughs> could be the answer. And um, as much as we've joked, it's proper like opened my eyes to something. And now I'm really going to like make sure that I like, I... I take it a lot more seriously and really push for my clients to like really look after like yeah. all, all as aspects of their health like make it like almost mandatory to be like no no like yeah need to go do some kind of testing or investigation like I'm not I'm not convinced with you know just the basics no more yeah yeah because you know even I had like an advanced hair loss test done so I found it privately but then actually my doctor did it for me on NHS I was really shocked and that was the thing that kind of made it be like, okay, it all makes sense to me. Because every time I had a blood test, everything was always normal. Yeah. It was just like normal, 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 normal. Because it wasn't my body. It was something inside my body that was like doing everything. So it was like normal, normal. Apart from my kidney, it was like, well, nothing in your body is causing your kidneys to do this. So we can't give you a diagnosis because everything is normal. And normally with like chronic kidney disease in my age, uh, someone's diabetic and it's like, you're not diabetic, you're normal or they have lupus like you don't have lupus you're normal so yeah. it was like my friend was like do you know what to be fair you are a really complex case like you present as completely normal and what's happening to you is completely abnormal however they did not take the steps for them to from much that i can say that because i i've you know known you since this has happened and i've explored every avenue of you but for them to just kind of like they haven't done enough investigation exactly, to be like, exactly <laughs> that i think that's the key point in this case it's like Yes, sometimes, mm. like, I feel like you are completely a difficult case because, like, you know, there was no clear answer or, like, a lot of the investigations kind of turned up inconclusive. But inconclusive isn't good enough. You kind of keep, for mm. me, you kind of keep on going because it's like, if this person is mm. literally deteriorating in front of my eyes, I'm surprised they didn't, like, bring you in and just be like, listen, we're going to keep you in for, like, two weeks. We're going to do every test. Every, every single test that we have, we're going to do. Right. Do you know what right. I mean? To find out why. Right. Again, if it was just hair, I can understand them being a bit lax and being like, oh, it's, you know, it's just hair, whatever. But it was yeah. like, oh, no, actually, your iron's fallen. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. That's things. It's like, oh, no, wait, your kidneys. No. Why was everybody chill? Well, like, the parasites releasing some gas into the air when exactly. you were talking to people that made them relax and just be like, actually, guys, don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> Yeah, so when I told him about it, he just went, oh, he didn't say anything. He was just kind of like, oh, that's a bit, like, there was just nothing. It wasn't any what kind is, of concern. Oh, what is, oh, okay, oh, and go find yourself in a book, rude boy. Like, oh, let's book another test. Oh, I think it might be this. Not all, all right, cool, see you in, like, you know, next time something else in your body decides to stop working. But do you know what? In the last episode I had with him, I went to him and I was like, look, I think you're not really understanding me because you don't have like a clear picture because he did actually say, but when I rang him, 
to get the test on, he was like, I don't actually understand, so maybe you should come in. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to talk to you like clinician to clinician right now. Because <laughs> if I had a kid that came in and they're telling me like, this is happening with my arm, it's happening like, I know it's happening with my speech. I need to have like, the first thing I do, I get a case history. When it's of their speech, I get of like any medical history. Like I get everything. So I was like, so I need to tell you what's happened to me in the past eight years. So maybe that helps you understand where I'm coming from and why I keep coming to you and you're not really, I'm getting annoyed with you. Yeah. So we had a conversation and after that, he agreed to do the test. So I was going to do this, I thought I was going to do this test privately and then he was like, okay, so I understand where you're coming from now. Because I think he just didn't get it because first I'm coming to him about my kidney, then I'm coming to him about my hair, then I'm coming to him about, and he just felt like, what's going on? Like, I think he needs to like sit down and listen to my case history to kind of be like, okay, I get why you're, you were stressed about your kidney now. And I'm like, yes thank you you get it now so but at that point I still given up all I literally wanted was to get the blood test done from him and I was actually yeah. surprised he did that what was because this last blood test that you got so it was like protein um hormones like testosterone okay just like a really testing blood work up then okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So I took that to the dermatologist and she was like, no, 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 no. I'm like, yeah, I hear that all the time. Um, but then, you know, when I showed, her, I showed her my nails, took a picture of when my nails were crumbling and she was like, yeah, that's not normal. And I was like, right, okay, so she has sense. Like, I know she's legit, she has sense. Yeah. <laughs> and she was she was like yeah she was like yeah you should be able to maintain nails on a normal diet and I was like yeah like do you want to hear my diet like th- and these are what my nails like literally crumble she was like yeah mm, science, science, that's just you're not you're not taking in any kind of nutrition I'm like yeah exactly um so yeah I think I just I, the problem is I haven't been believed I've really been fogged off I mean it's been annoying like oh I even started to get weirder symptoms as well towards the end of this I started to get like muscle twitching that's part of the parasite as well. It's one of the weird symptoms of Wait, blood what? system. <laughs> what do you mean muscle twitching? Like which muscles were twitching? Like, I just be sitting there. Like I just be sitting there and then my arm, like my bicep would just start twitching. And I was like, what? Like I was like, I wouldn't go to the doctor about this because what are they gonna say to me? Like what are they even gonna say to me? Like but um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just, like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm literally just trying to picture it. Sorry, my mind just went somewhere else for a second. I was like, nah, what's, what's, what's really, your body was really just like, sis, I'm trying to let you know something is wrong. Please call somebody that can help. (laughs) I think that's the sad part about it because it got to a point I was just like, yeah, but what's the point in going to a doctor? Like, what's the, what are they going to do? Like, even when my heart wasn't working properly, they were just saying, like, oh, it's just palpitations. Like, oh, it's just, just like... palpitating, like, you know. Yeah. We have to burn <laughs> it down and start again, man. I don't know how we fix this, but it needs to just, yeah. Yeah. So, I'm just happy. Like, I'm happy. I, I really... I hope, like, by Christmas, I start to see, like some kind of improvement in my hair not I don't, I don't expect it to grow back I expect it, I don't think it will like come back quick I think just it starts to kind of like fill out a little bit and some new mm. growth starts to happen that'll be good um and I'm confident and I know I'm in the right hands now and um yeah it was great but my test, when I told my practice about my hair loss he was like oh yeah like that's definitely because of like all of these issues like and he, he broke it down for me and he was still talking about hair synthesis like 
proteins need to be like passed into your bloodstream and like hair synthesis happens and he was like that's obviously what happened with you like your immune system is just like everything is concentrated in your gut at the moment to keep you going so you know everything's been diversified away from your hair so he really knew his stuff i trust him and it's gonna be fine Everything no, I'm, so, I'm so happy, man. I'm so happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you're getting on to NHS, just like save money and go somewhere else because they will leave you to die. Wow, that's not that's that's uh, I don't know if that's how I want to end, you know, but I mean, the stats show that that is the, the literal case. Yeah, it is. It is. And I think I'm lucky with my friend because she's a black woman. And it's because of her, like, with my kidney thing, she was the one who was like, do not let them convince you this is normal. Because, had, like, my doctor, he alerted me to me, and I bet he regretted it, because he was like, oh, it's actually, like, fallen a little bit more. And I was like, what do you mean it's fallen? And, <laughs> and I wouldn't let it like, go. Oh, shit, I shit, my... shit, 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 I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> That's literally what he was like. And he just wanted to leave it. But now I told my friend about it, she was like, you need to tell him to refer to nephrologist. Like you need to like you need to get this test done. You need to get this. She was like really advocating. She was like, because I said like he said it's my normal, and she was like, tell him to tell you what evidence base shows a twenty-eight year old woman has a GFR that low. Like tell him to give you the evidence base because there's yeah. nothing normal about that. I don't care. Like she was like, here's a chart. Go and show him the chart. You were stage three chronic kidney disease. Like. I don't know what so she really helped me realize like no I'm not being crazy I'm not like I'm not being over dramatic like this is actually a thing I should be concerned about so it's only because of her like you know I've been so I've been really lucky to have her you know we met when we were in uni and I've like gone with her on her journey of becoming a doctor and like she honestly is like an amazing she is the only person actually that actually kind of got it right because she was saying like something's attacking you like yeah. when it's autumn, not something inside, like something's attacking your body and she got it, do you know what I mean? And she was a student, like out of all these like grown professionals that have been doing it for how many years, do you know what I mean? But maybe it's also because like, she's also a black woman and she's like, she cares. And a lot of times she's like, you know, if I should tell you this, I'm not gonna let you die. And I just, I can see it going away that it doesn't need to go if someone actually just like helps you, you know? So I was very lucky. That's so, oh, it's so sad. It's so sad that, um, yeah, as you had so many touch points for, do you know what I mean? This isn't what, this isn't like you were, um, how can I even put it? It's like you went in, you did all the things you were supposed to do. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It wasn't mm-hmm. like you had a barrier in terms mm-hmm. of like language or anything like that, where it's like, you weren't able to access the services that you needed. You went to all of them. Mm-hmm. You continued to go. Like, mm-hmm. if someone's been to you like seven, eight times, or even when like someone comes over and their case history is long and you're looking through their appointments or looking through their notes, you're thinking, this person's always here. What part yeah. of you doesn't think, <laughs> what part of you doesn't think, nah, cause let me, let, you're just getting on my nerves. Do you know what I mean? Let me find what's wrong with you so you can leave me alone. <laughs> get me no one had like nah i nah i'm fighting for all of them you know for all of them because that's honestly yeah i'm just really glad that you were in the position you were you had people around you that can help you realize the depth of mm. the issues that you were facing and that you were able to seek help in another way because that's not everyone's experience but like you said we can oh i don't know man I, yeah it's 
it's all fun and games, but you know the ones that's like, if you don't laugh, you'll cry? Yeah, no, yeah. seriously. No, see, like, I love about it, but this past eight years, like, it's completely, like, ruined my life. Like, I, the tiredness, the fatigue, like, that's one thing, like, people, because people say, like, oh, you know, I'm tired too, but it's like, nah, like, chronic fatigue, it's just, like, you're tired, you want to go to bed, but your body won't let you sleep, and you wake up, and you're tired, and it's like you're just continuously, like, wired. Like, yeah. like it's crazy, and that affects your mood, and then, like, you know, it's just sad because, like, you know, you go, like, on Instagram, YouTube, everyone's got hair, everyone's doing bits of your hair, you've got no hair, your nails are crumbling, your stomach, like, won't let you live. Like, it's just, uh, it's been really difficult, like, even with my bladder as well, because, like, at one point, it was so, it still is bad, but, like, I need to go, like, every half hour, mm. you know, and, like, even that in itself, it's just like, okay, I can't drink anything because there's no toilet around, like, it's really affected my whole life. At one point in uni, they thought I was cheating, because I was, like, leaving the exam hall, and they're like, what are you doing in the bathroom? I'm going to the toilet, like, and they're like, have you been to the doctor? I'm like, yeah, like, five times, like. They're not like... saying anything. <laughs> and then you're losing time as well, because I'm sure they're not giving you, like, yeah, this is really something that's, like, infiltrated all parts of your life and just taken over yeah because all i've known like for the past eight years it's just like i'm just ill and then like it's just one thing there's a new thing it's like what's it now okay it's my kidney oh now my heart's not working oh like my nails are falling off like oh i can't sleep like it's just been one thing after the other and it's just like that's just been like how i know myself as just like really depressed and ill so now like I can actually enjoy food. Like this past three weeks has just been heaven. Like it's been heaven. It's actually been heaven. <laughs> I can't explain it. I can't actually explain. Like it's giving me my life back. Just paying like for five hundred fifty pounds to get my life back. Like oh, I don't think that's anything. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No man, I'm so excited. For you. I can't wait. So I feel like we have to do another catch up in like maybe like around Christmas time or just like some picture updates to find out what's going on because yeah, this yeah. was like a very very. It's just wild. It's just wild. I could have not seen this come in. Mm. And um, <laughs> yeah, man, uh, <laughs> flabbergasted is uh, <laughs> it's a happy ending. Yeah, I'm so happy, man. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. But I'm just annoyed and angry as well. But glad yeah. you had like a resolution. But in my happiness, also rage that it took so much for you to get here when it didn't need to be like that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, man, mm -hmm. but I am um, mm -hmm. wishing you, you know, a peaceful stomach. <laughs> no more rumbling, no more grumbling. Parasites are getting out of here, oh, you know. Me. It's oh. calm. Like I'm rubbing it now. I'm just like, oh, I'm rubbing like my flat stomach. Like this is just like ah, like it's great. <laughs> yeah, that is wicked. That is literally sick.